Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1981. Clean eating is a scam and why you should abandon it. Part one by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy Saturday and a very happy Christmas Eve to you if you celebrate. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. And then on Fridays, that's when I answer your questions. Remember, you can send one in by going to oldpodcast.com slash ask or email it in directly to health at oldpodcast.com. Now, today's post is a little longer than normal, so I'll read the first half today and finish up the rest for you tomorrow. So with that, let's hear part one and start optimizing your life. Clean eating is a scam and why you should abandon it. Part one by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com. Clean eating. It's a term we've all used and have surely heard a million times. We've stumbled upon it in the magazines, seen it in our favorite diet books, and have probably even heard it on TV. Heck, there's even a magazine titled Clean Eating. Now, I have no problem with the magazine. The recipes are great. Love them, by the way. And the pictures are something I enjoy looking at. I do, however, have a problem with the negative connotation it presents to the minds of many health and fitness enthusiasts and even some professionals unwilling to consider other ideas. The first thing I want to ask is this. What exactly does clean eating mean? Most everyone will have somewhat of a different answer to the question, and every answer all boils down to some kind of belief system that they've created, how they view certain foods. One person, perhaps a paleo dieter, might actually say that fresh orange juice is off-limits because it has too much sugar. However, they might feel a piece of fruit is okay, even though the amount of fructose and sucrose is very similar when comparing the fruit and the OJ. Another example is someone who labels whole grain foods clean and foods like white bread dirty or off-limits. And then we have the group of people who label all foods with any kind of preservatives or chemicals in them as completely off-limits 
only until they get a craving for something or decide to compromise and have that bag of Oreos anyway. As I mentioned earlier, it all boils down to a belief. Whatever one believes to be good or clean and bad or a cheat meal. I don't particularly care for such a mindset because it's very limiting. While I don't believe this to be true for everyone, for many who adhere strictly to the clean eating principles, it cripples our relationship with food and can have a negative effect on our social lives. For some, it has much steeper consequences. An obsession with clean eating and meal timing can be the cause for dysfunctional eating down the road for those with such tendencies. I cannot say that clean eating is the cause of any particular eating disorder, but my hunch tells me ideas behind the concept are partly responsible for many health and fitness folk developing a tragic relationship with their cheesecake. An obsession in the making. Keep in mind, the section I'm about to read to you is a personal story. I live a very relaxed life these days, but in the beginning, I was quite obsessed with my diet and fitness regimen. In my first year of college, I was very fortunate to get involved with a great group of people the opening weeks of class. Most of these people also happened to be very physically active like myself and enjoyed competition as much as I did. It turned out that every year, a little contest was held during a student conference over Christmas break. It was secret and non-commercial. They labeled it the best body competition, although it had no formal name, and I was invited to compete. The cost was $60 to enter, and there were about 15 to 20 participants. There was first, second, and third place prize money to be had, and I made up my mind to be a placing contestant. At the time of my joining, I was pretty chunky. I was still athletic since I continued the resistance training I participated in for football, but I really needed to lose about 35 or so pounds to have a shot at this thing. So, what did I do? Just like most everyone does, I scoured the internet and every magazine for all the info on clean eating and losing body fat that I could find. Many of my sleepless nights spent searching were successful as I found a ton of information to get me very lean. So for about three months straight, I put my newfound knowledge to good use. I ate six to seven small meals daily, all of which contained about 30 to 40 grams of protein, some fiber, healthy fat, and some form of clean carbohydrate. In this context, clean meant foods such as brown rice, whole wheat bread, sweet potatoes, and lots of oatmeal. What couldn't I have? Everything from table sugar to milk to most fruits and to anything white, like white rice, white breads, and white potatoes. I trained on the weights about four to five times, all the while doing 20 plus miles on the elliptical or treadmill every seven days. Smell a disaster? Here was my weekly schedule. Up at seven, to do my cardio, breakfast right after, go to class, weights after class. In all reality, the only reason I believe I didn't burn out had to be a result of my previous athletic conditioning and from the sheer amount of food I was eating. I had an unlimited meal pass to the cafeteria. Therefore, in between classes, I used to roll in and grab some lean protein and a few pieces of fruit, bananas mostly, for a snack. All my meals were deemed clean as I ate lots of egg whites, bland brown rice, oatmeal, no packaged oatmeal, cottage cheese, steamed broccoli with no butter, the occasional spoon of natural peanut butter, and dry chicken breast. The diet was miserable as I watched all of my friends eat greasy pasta, ribs, and ice cream cones. They were as active as I was and in fairly decent condition too. While I never counted calories, I didn't know how to at the time, 
I guess I was eating between 2,500 and 3,000 calories on most days. Some days were well above 4,000 calories when I would binge out of deprivation. Keep in mind, I was walking everywhere, training twice daily and always attended social functions, standing, dancing, you know, lots of moving around. To cut myself short, the moral of this story is this. I lost a good 35 to 40 pounds in both fat and muscle and got the second place prize money. This was also the very first time in my life that I'd ever seen a full row of abs when gazing into the mirror. And here is where it gets dark. I was obsessed with this lifestyle. But before we get into what I went through, let's first establish what clean eating means to some people and why it makes no sense, no matter how you look at it. Hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Clean Eating is a Scam and Why You Should Abandon It by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. All right, so did that get you riled up a bit? If it did, I get it. And it actually furthers JC's point. If you started to get angry or frustrated by his words, well, maybe we need to re-examine whether clean eating is a belief system you have or whether you're truly after eating what's best for your body. And again, before we get too frustrated with some of JC's stories and his words, let's take a step back and try and be objective. All he's trying to say is, let's not be obsessed about our food. Let's not be obsessed about our eating because then it probably won't lead to a happy, healthy, well-lived life. And so tomorrow, I'm gonna read to you his experience with clean eating and how it actually hindered his lifestyle. And I agree with JC that we cannot say for sure whether clean eating would lead to any eating disorders. We would have to study that and we'd have to study that for a long time with many, many people to see if that's really true. And yes, there may be some folks who are a little bit more prone to an eating disorder than others. So we would have to take all of that into account. And so again, in no way is he saying that clean eating is an eating disorder or would lead to one for sure. He's just saying, let's not focus too much on what we're eating, just so long as we're doing the right things most of the time. But again, we'll hear more about that tomorrow. Thank you as always for listening. Thank you for listening every day. I'll be back here tomorrow to finish up this post. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.